And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Best Parts, for all your ship repair needs. Remember, at Best Parts, it's better than new, it's refurbished. Previously on Cautious Optimism. Now that the engines have been engaged, you notice that the fuel lines are leaking. And there is a Best Parts sells spaceship supplies. I'm here, I'm delivering these fruits and vegetables to the Crooked Comet. You don't have to get very close before you see a big sign on it that says closed. Am I interpreting this closed as in until dinner time or closed as in forever? It looks like it's uh, in more of a permanent nature. Behind the bar is a Bratum woman. You're an awful long ways from home, aren't you? Yes, ma'am, I am. Seems like you might be more comfortable back home, don't you think? I think the, the moons of Gorex are really where people like you long, don't you think? Oscar Toft? He killed a man. I'm gonna name the ship uh, the Cautious Optimism. Hello, Cautious Optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Kyan Brunt. A mator. I am a doctor. A nine foot tall, four armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey, you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Toss. A slimy, gelatinous. Mm, what are you hauling? Goo thing. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. What can you tell us about the former establishment next door? Anything? Oh, the Comet. Yeah, we were supposed to bring them some vegetables, and, well, they don't look like they need them anymore. Uh, Oh, is that why you're here? Is that why your ship came here, to bring them them supplies? Yes, ma'am. Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, it seems the proprietor, uh, Mr. Oscar Toft, he, well, he, uh, he killed a man. And he is in jail right now. He's in the detention area. I see. So I don't know if he's going to be in a position to, you know, run a restaurant ever. You, do, do you guys need some vegetables? And he winks at her. She says, oh, I might need your vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, 
that the business before pleasure, if you don't mind. But I am definitely. Let me get. Let me get them digits. <laughs> All right. Uh, she takes your cell phone and uh, goes ahead and plugs in her phone number for you. Her uh, the name she enters is Devden, and uh, when she hands it back to you, she says, "I don't really need anything." except alcohol for the kind of business I run. So if all you have are veggies, I'm not interested in that. But you give me a call when you have some free time. <laughs> of course, Madam Devdom. Devden. <laughs> and can I get you another Gorble Blaster for the road? I imagine I've already finished all three of these and am probably have the most sour taste in my mouth I've ever had. I, mm -hmm. I, I could... Devden, I, I see what the intent on this particular drink is. Is there a quote-unquote quench to it? Is, is there something else I could take for the road that would get the sour taste out of my mouth? Is there? Let's see. Let's do a roll for um, like per, like charisma, persuasion, Something like that. What would that be? Hmm. Will? Willpower? Will? Yeah, willpower sounds good. Willpower okay. sounds good. I have a 12, so a 9. Okay, you make it by 3. So uh, you're, you're, you're able to resist the desire to have another, a fourth drink, because you've got such excellent willpower. So when she leans over and says to you, yeah, the only cure is another one, sweets? Mm, I believe uh, I believe three's my limit. I Quite tasty, though. Quite tasty. Might want to work on that aftertaste. <laughs> she chuckles and says, well, look, I, I like you. Um, the sour taste, it's, it's just like being drunk. The only real cure is time. Maybe uh maybe a glass of water. It'll it'll go away eventually. Hmm. Well, thank you, Devden. I, I look forward to a downtime rendezvous. He gives her a wink as he walks away. She winks back. All right. So I see that you're done you're done with your game. And so I come by and say, uh so how'd that go, Hank? Well, so Toft is in jail for murder, allegedly. She can't use the vegetables, but I, I got the distinct feeling that perhaps she could take care of the other shipment. Hmm. However, knowing what we know about the merchandise, I would be guarded in mentioning it openly. Of course. All right. Uh, Where's Kyan? He is outside of the bar. He stormed out. Okay, I'm assuming I didn't see that. So I asked Hank, where's Kyan? <laughs> uh, the, um, it would appear there was a little bit of racial distress between Devden and Kyan. What is it with people being racist against Matorbs? Would they know at least the history between the Matorb and the Bradham? I think as members of the League of Planets, as citizens of the League of Planets, they would be aware that a long time ago, 
the Bratum had enslaved the Mator. Oh. But uh, as far as you know, they freed the Matorb and made them full citizens in order to join the League of Planets. So for the last hundred years or so, you think the Matorb have been living free and doing good? Ah, so we've had a black president, so racism's over. Got it. Yes. Yes, you've had, you've had a forearm <laughs> black president. <laughs> gotcha. So space racism is done. Gotcha. So what's the problem? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, hmm. so I go out to try to, to find Kyan. He's just leaning up against the wall right outside the door. And I'm watching her go. I have to lean into this disadvantage. Hey, Kyan, you want to go with me to talk to this other restaurant? Yeah, as long as we're not going back in there, I'm fine. Yeah, I think Hank's good in there. Apparently, the guy that we were uh, supposed to talk to is in jail for murder. So basically, we're stuck with a supply of stuff that we can't offload. Not unless this other restaurant needs vegetables. Marvelous. And that I mean, doesn't even begin to tackle our other problem. Right. So we head over there to the um, Garland's Grub. As you uh, enter Garland's Grub, this is probably the nicest facility you've seen on the station so far. It's clean, and it's mostly avians in here. And uh, as you walk in, what you think is a lady avian wearing a little black kind of a suit, sort of looks like a uniform, says, uh, hello, welcome to Garland's. Can I get you a seat? Actually, I'd like to speak to a manager. Uh, 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 what, what, is, some, is something wrong? You no. just walked in. No, it's, I, I, um, I wanted to speak to someone about purchasing some supplies that we have that are on the go. Oh, oh, okay. I'll be right back, Squawk. And she uh, she steps to the side, walks uh, through a door into you know an employees only type area, and after a few minutes, a uh, fattest avian lady you've ever seen walks out of the uh, employees only area, and uh, she's wearing uh, an apron, looks like, uh, and you know a little a little white puffy hat, so looks like uh, a chef, and she walks up to you guys and says, oh. You wanted to see our manager? Yes, uh, we have a shipment of delicious-looking fruits and vegetables that were supposed to go to uh, the Crooked Comet. And now, as you know, that's not going to happen. So I was wondering if you all would be interested in them. Oh, where where are they from? Uh, from Falcon Rock. Oh, local produce. Yes, yes, I'm interested. Uh, how much do you have? And so I tell her how much we have. Oh, very good, very good. Um, and uh, it was supposed to go to the Crooked Comet? Yes, but I hear that, that, that the purveyor there is uh, indisposed at the moment. Do you know anything about that? Oh. I'm, I'm not surprised. He's a shady one. Oh my goodness! I'm I'm a little surprised he would murder somebody, but I'm not super surprised. You know what I mean? Who who did he murder? Some guy on a, a ship. Like they, I think he was robbing the ship. Is what happened, and the owner of the ship walked in on him, and then he killed the guy and ran away. So he's 
not very smart. Look, Oscar Toft, his restaurant is based on weird stuff that he's gathered from all over the galaxy, he says. It's like a circus in there. I think he was trying to steal some other attraction from the ship to put on display. And, well, anyway, his place was no good. You're much better off doing business with me. As you can see, I run a clean, reputable facility. Yeah, no, it's beautiful in here. Yes. So you think you'd be interested? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'll uh, I'll give you 5,000 lopsies. So out of character, we've already been paid for the transporting of this. I believe you were paid half up front by okay. the uh, the farm farmer owner guy. Right. And the other half was going to be upon delivery. Okay. So and do you recall now that I have a pen to write all this down how much it, how much we had already gotten? Was it 3500? I'm going to admit that I made a mistake as a GM and did not write it down and I should have. Okay. But yes, I believe it was 3500 up front and another 3500 upon delivery. And she's offering 5000. 5000. Well, yeah. Right, I think that's what I said. Oh man, I'm a bad GM, guys. <laughs> no, that's what you that's what you offered. <laughs> usually, usually, it's easier when you're sitting at an actual table within reach everyone. Someone's usually writing it down because we can't look at each other. Like none of us are taking the opportunity. Like we're all just not writing anything down. All um, just hoping someone else is. <laughs> right. I, I've been hitting the large beats, just major details. Right, right. Well, and the audience is going to have just listened to the last episode or whatever and be like, Psh. obviously it was da 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 da. They'll be screaming in their cars, like, you just said it, but it was weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> you can find all of our information linked uh, to our page on the Geek <laughs> Geek to Geek Pod Media Network. <laughs> Send us your send us your dissent. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait for that angry tweet six weeks from now. <laughs> oh, can't wait. I love it. Okay. So I think I'm talking to, to the chef woman. I think you got a deal. If you could give us some time to go back to our ship. Do you have anyone who can come pick up these crates? Oh, yes. Why don't you give us an hour? We're in bay two. And we'll be there uh, to uh, have you guys come get the, the crates. Oh, okay. I'll send my people. And I don't know how money is done. I forget. She just I'd like hand her a, a pad and she fills out. It's all electronic. Okay. Yeah, you two both take out your cell phones and you use Apple Pay or whatever. Gotcha. And you're good. Wait for it to buzz and the minute that the transaction went through. Exactly. So it's a pleasure doing business with you. Oh, it's a pleasure with doing business with you, too. <laughs> so I speed back to the pub and I stick my head in and uh, yell out across the room to Hank. Hank, we got to go. Oh, uh, okay. And then I uh, head back to the ship. And as we're walking back to the ship, I say, you know, so that no one else can hear except for, for those of us in the group, we've got to get those vials out of the crates and hide them on the ship. We already did that, Captain. Oh, well then we've got an hour to kill. That's how we found the recording, wasn't it? That's right. Right. You're right. <laughs> so then I say, well, good. I'm glad. Good job, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it happened two weeks ago. So the captain doesn't remember. <laughs> good job. As you guys arrive at docking bay two, 
there is a uh, human man standing in front of your ship. He's wearing a nice suit. And Rory, you recognize him. His name is Evan Lonk. And he is the lawyer who initially gave you possession. Uh, he read the will, Peter's uh, will, and gave you possession of the show. Okay. Evan. Ah, hello. I see you got her up in the air. We did. I didn't think it was ever going to fly again. Very, very well done. Listen here, I'm, I'm actually here on another matter, though. Another one of my clients, he's in a bit of a rough patch, legally speaking. And he wanted to know if there was uh, some way that we could that I could help clear his name. And so I would like to hire you, as a matter of fact, to investigate the um, alleged murder of Sam Silmanson by an owner, allegedly, of uh, one of the restaurants here in the station. Uh-huh. Would that be Oscar Toft? As a matter of fact, it is. Do you know him? No, no, never, never met, never met him. But uh, we were delivering some some produce to his restaurant to find out that he no longer has a restaurant. So we've been dealing with that all all evening. That works out great. So listen, he he would like to pay you ten thousand lopsies to find, as he puts it, the real killer. And he's doing air quotes as he says that. Ah. As his lawyer, I want to stay out of it. I want to keep my hands clean. So I want you to understand this would be between him and you. He's hiring you as investigators. And just let me know if you uncover anything helpful. And he winks at you. So Oscar Toft has hired my uncle's attorney to represent him. And as also offering through him to pay us 10,000 lopsies to investigate the murder of Sam Silmanson. Yes. Interesting. So I turned to, turn to the crew. Thoughts? They might solve multiple problems that we have. Well, I have another thought. So like, <laughs> I, I feel like this is huddle time where um, Evan can't hear us. Right. Yes. I put my finger up to, to Evan. Like, give us a minute. And yeah. We get out of ear earshot. All right. Yeah, he's he's completely um, okay with that. So, so there's several things to take into account here. If we discover this real killer, we're gonna have to give him his merchandise, which is still on our ship. The merchandise is probably worth more than this ten thousand he's offering us. If we were to offload it through other means. Uh-huh. But that could also find us some enemies. Right. And I kind of want to just get rid of this stuff. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know what the real call here is, Captain, but I don't think either direction is going to be easy. What are your thoughts, Kyan? Well, I think that if we help this guy out, then we at least have somebody who's guaranteed to take it off of our hands. Mm -hmm. And that would keep us from having to involve more people who we don't potentially know what their motivations would be. And, um, you know, in, in the process, we might get a, a low life off the streets. All right. That sounds good to me. So I go back over to attorney Lonk. All right. Tell your client we'll do it. Excellent. 
Excellent. I have to say, I think your Uncle Peter would have been proud. I have a question about that, Evan. Yeah. How did you find out that Uncle Peter had, had passed away? How were you notified? I received a phone call from the uh, hospital on some planet. I can't remember its name now. I could look it up for you if you're interested. Uh-huh. And uh, they, they let me know that he had been pronounced dead. I guess uh, he had a heart attack. So, you know, old age and an unhealthy lifestyle caught up with him, I'm afraid. I would like that information about that planet. Just when you get a chance, if you could uh, send that to me, that would be helpful. Okay. Oh, do you, you want to go pay your respects? Uh, that sort of thing? Potentially, you know, like a road trip through his, his, his like the last places he, he was at, you know, for nostalgia and and... In his memory. I would warn you. I mean, you know, Uncle Peter did some stuff that wasn't entirely above board, if you know what I, I mean. Well, I mean, allegedly. Exactly. Oh, you could. <laughs> if you want to join me in the in the legal game, you let me know. <laughs> got the right thoughts. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll look through my records and I'll uh, I'll send you that information. Thank you. I appreciate it. By the way, I have no idea how lawyers actually find out that someone has passed away and it's time to, you know, process the will. So if anyone out there is a real lawyer or if anyone on this podcast knows about law. I know about it. You did, That's fine. That's fine. In outer space. This is how it works. Yeah. No, that's fine. It's okay. Pretty, it's pretty close to that. So. Cool. I guess it right. Yeah. Okay, and with that, he says, now you're, um, the man you're working for to, uh, you know, to investigate is in the detention center. I don't want to tell you how to do your jobs, but you might want to start by talking to him. And again, I'll be, uh, I've got a play, I've got a, a bed at the hotel. So if you find anything that will help, wink, you come let me know. Gotcha. So after we deal with this produce offload, I think we should go visit Oscar Toft in jail. So you'd said to wait about an hour? Yeah, because I I didn't realize that we'd already done that. <laughs> the, the, the dr- I, we'd already done the drug hide. I didn't realize we'd already accomplished that. So, All right. So you've got an hour to kill. Is there anything you guys want to be doing in the meantime? Should we should we go and, and deliver it early so we can get on to the, the interviewing of Oscar Toft? Or... Yeah, is it the sort of thing, do we have like hover dollies or something? Is it the sort of thing that we can just kind of walk on down there to the restaurant? I imagine that there are a lot of hover dollies on the ship since transporting goods is its main job, but only, you know, maybe three of them are still working. Okay. And how many will we need? How many crates are there? Let's see. Let's say 25 crates. Rhymony. Okay. Okay. Um, well, maybe we do have to wait. Look, an hour passed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of podcasts. It is now an hour later, and um, about 10 avians uh, walk in. They're all carrying hover dollies, and uh, one of them walks up and says, um, Squawk, yeah. Is this the right place? We were we were told you have uh, vegetables. Yes, and right up that ramp are all your crates. So just be careful not to bang the sides and the walls, please. Ah, oh, and he looks at your ship. How would you tell if we did bang the walls? 
I give him a look. <laughs> we'll be very careful, ma'am. And they go up and they grab uh, they grab the crates. It looks like some of them have doubled up and uh, a couple have tripled up. And it doesn't look entirely safe to have that many crates stacked that high to you, but they're going about their business, taking them out of the, the ship and out of the bay. And one of them says, we're all done here. Have a safe trip home. Thank you. Uh, bye. And they, they leave. So we lock up the ship and go to the jail. <laughs> all right. I, I worry if I should break off and try to find fuel lines. Oh, that's a good point. We also need fuel lines. Mm-hmm. We are making a fair bit of money doing nothing there right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is but. one of you keeping track of all the money, by yes, the way? Or? I am. Okay. Well, it's up to you. You know where the store is, um, and you know where you can find the detention center easy enough, so you can go either way. Okay. I would like to go find fuel lines. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to the, um, what was it, the the best parts? Yep. Okay, so is it just Hank going to best parts, or are all of you going to best parts? I think we should all go. Yeah, boss has the purse. Yeah, I think we should stay together. Never split the party. <laughs> right. <laughs> And right now we have we've got seventy five hundred dollars just profit from the vegetables. I have about twenty grand, twenty thousand lobsies left because I didn't buy anything because I was figured I was going to have to spend all the money on the ship from my original starting money. We have a potential of ten thousand coming in from investigating the murder. We started with forty thousand personal, right? Yes. Yeah, each of you did. Yeah, yeah I still have just over 32000 Okay. You walk into Best Parts. This is a reasonably clean uh, establishment. Uh, there's some employees, some humans, and uh, some avians walking around wearing khaki pants and blue shirts. And there's a whole bunch of ship parts, just like, you know, like a Costco's kind of facility with ship parts stacked, you know, to the ceiling in all these different rows and, and whatnot. Um, nobody's walking over to you. You could uh, you could shop on your own or you could call over a store employee if you want. I'm following Hank in here. I don't know what half this stuff is. Uh, in, anybody work here or you guys just mill about? One of the humans, a uh, young kid, um, walks over to you. He said, um, I, I work here, sir. How can I help you? Well, here's the deal. Got us a Zerp 7 cargo class ship. I need fuel lines. Ah, yes, fuel lines. Aisle 42, follow me. And he leads you down a ways until you get to aisle 42. And what you see on this aisle is just about every kind of fuel line for every kind of ship uh, that you can imagine. Uh, there's a whole bunch of them are brand new. There's also some that uh, are marked as refurbished at lower prices. And uh, he he says, okay, let's, let's see here. Can there, it's somewhere here. Um, what does, uh, what, what, what did they look like exactly? They look like fuel lines. Oh. For a Zerp 7 cargo class ship, uh, feeding, okay. fo- feeding chloro engines. So they're chloro. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chloro engines. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd use. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yep. Well, this is the aisle where the fuel lines are. So, you know, it's probably um, one of these. I smell a roll coming here. 
<laughs> I think this would be a perception roll if you're trying to look for the correct item. All right, I will try to perceive said item. Could be mechanics, I guess, too, to wreck. Either way, whichever you want to do. So who bare success on perception? All right. 11 out of 12. Okay, success by one. Uh, so it, it you're just about ready to give up when suddenly you do find exactly the type of fuel line that your Zerp 7 cargo ship uses. And they've, uh, they've got all of them that you would need in brand new you know, packaging, brand new uh, parts for 50 grand. You also find some uh, pack of refurbished ones for half price, 25 grand. Mm, Captain, this is a large purchase. Uh, we don't think we can afford to buy the new ones. The refurbished should be just as good. Hey, young man, what is the warranty on refurbished parts? Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. The manufacturer's warranty is often insufficient for the needs of today's uh, high-tech equipment, and we here at Best Parts highly encourage you to purchase a Best Parts extended warranty, uh, which we offer for 20% of the price of the part. How, 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 how did I do? Do you want to buy an extended warranty? I don't know. Do, do the math for me, Junior. Okay, um, okay, I'm real good at math, so are you going to buy the refurbished ones you were asking about? Okay, so they're 25000 um, and 20% of that is probably like, I don't know, 10000 there or something? Uh, uh, no, not right there, young man. I, uh, I think there's a it. computer at the cash register that'll tell us exactly, so, you know. It'll, we could go, we, when you buy them, the person at the register will tell you. They know. They have a computer. You've been a ton of help, young man. Go find someone else's day to ruin. Uh, Captain, what do you think? <laughs> I hate uh, this job. The so job hates around. <laughs> Is there anyone who works here that looks like they may be a drug addict? Like, is there anyone here? <laughs> That's not yeah. how I thought that sentence was going to end. <laughs> is there anyone here who looks a little bit disheveled, like, or is wearing a t-shirt that says, legalize it, like? <laughs> um, Make a perception check. Okay. And not that I'm comparing the legalization of marijuana to an addictive, harmful substance, because I'm not. All right, what's my perception? 12. Ooh, I just barely made it. Okay. So you're you're kind of looking around, and uh, you're not really seeing anyone that fits what you're looking for when you smell something that smells a little funny, and uh, you follow your nose down a couple alleys uh, or a couple aisles over, and you find in the back, kind of trying to hide, maybe, is uh, an avian who uh, his eyes are dilated and he's kind of staring off into the distance in a way that makes you think he's not entirely present mentally. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's an empty wrapper at his feet uh, that looks like 
he recently ingested something and then just dropped the wrapper to the floor. So I go over and I pick up the wrapper and I hand it to him in like a very surreptitious way. And I'm like, hey, uh, you can't be leaving this laying around. Oh, thank you. How are you? I'm, I, I could be better. Uh, coincidentally, where, where should I go if I wanted to procure some of this? Oh, I, humans don't always like this. Well, I mean, that's not what I asked. You are <laughs> human, right? Are you human? Sure. Yes, I'm human. I thought so. I'm real good at seeing things and knowing what they are that I'm seeing. Clearly. Yeah. What were you saying? All right, stay with me here. <laughs> right. Uh, Where are we? <laughs> you're in the you're in the best parts. Oh yeah. This job was real lame before I Went to the church, and they gave me something to make it easier. Ah, yeah, yeah. Religion will do that for you, I hear. Do um, you want to buy an extended warranty? <laughs> I do, but I've already bought one. I'm sorry. I bought I bought a couple from that guy over there. I've got all the... My warranties are extended, if you know what I mean. So I'm just going <laughs> to leave you here, and uh, you have a good time, and I'll, I'll, I'll see you later. Thank you for all your help. Oh, would you like to fill out a, a customer response card? I've already backed away. I'm already ignoring him and going back to the group. Oh, I could have sworn I was just talking to somebody. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I go back to the group. We obviously can't afford these fuel lines right just yet. Here are my thoughts. We've still got to talk to the guy in jail. We may have a way to offload our remaining cargo at the church, according to old uh, Stony McGee over there. So I don't know what order we should do that. Should we talk to the guy in jail first, or should we go over and try to suss out what's happening at the um, unhatched egg? Captain, I think there may be something a little more pressing that we should probably discuss. Uh-oh. I can actually buy the refurbished ones outright, but making that kind of investment in the ship should come with a little more. I can't think of the word. What is the word? Help me here. I don't know. I don't know what you're asking for. <laughs> <laughs> equity, <laughs> more equity ah. in future endeavors. So a larger share. I was thinking more partial ownership. Partial ownership of a ship that I now actually don't own? Sounds great. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> as, well, not being there when the recording was done and not even being able to figure out how it was done, I don't think I know this. Oh, did you not? Were you not? No. You're not aware of that? No. Oh, God. What kind of campaign do we want? <laughs> I'm so tempted to be like, absolutely. You now own a fourth of the ship. <laughs> um no i'll be honest i may not technically own the ship the recording that we were looking at uh, trying to figure out where it came from was from my uncle who may not be dead 
Oh. Yeah, um, so... Okay, let's try to offload the merchandise then. Okay. What do you think, Kyan? Do you think we should do church first, or... I would say let's talk to this troughed guy first, because that will give us an idea as to whether or not we even want to pursue that route. And if we don't want to pursue that route, we've got the church as a second, as a backup. And this is why I you're like the doctor. It. Yep. <laughs> All right. So we, we leave the best parts and we're heading to the jail. Looks like we're off to solve an old fashioned mystery. Hi, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this week's episode of Cautious Optimism. Moving forward, we're not going to do introductions at the beginning of each episode, but we are going to do some shout-outs because our players are doing some fun things. So this week, Kelly, our illustrious captain, has just started a Patreon for her podcast, Mating Habits of the Modern Geek. So you can go support her at patreon.com forward slash Habits. Bamashox has put up a few new videos on his YouTube channel, Let's Go Fishing. That's L-E-Z-Z, Go Fishing. And last but not least, on episode 185 last week, uh, Ray and I talked about spoilers and if they're really as bad as people make them out to be. And this coming week on episode 186, we're going to talk about episodes 4, 5, and 6 of WandaVision. And also we'll be discussing the Joss Whedon controversy and what a big mess that is. So check us out. Come see what we're doing other than playing some really fun groups games. As always, I want to encourage you to email us at podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Or better yet, you can leave us a voice message. Just click on the link on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. Anyway, that's it for me this week. So let's see what's up with this Oscar Toft character right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies. K-pop. Disney Plus. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. New. Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu. All right. You uh, make your way to the detention center. It's a couple levels lower down than the main kind of social common area where you where the shops and everything were and uh as you start to get close to it there is a man in uniform and what looks like a metal detector and behind the metal detector there's two more men in uniform and the one in front uh says uh, oh and they're all humans by the way the one in front says hello citizens uh, do you have business at the uh, detention center? Yes, actually. I want to speak to one of your detainees. How would I go about doing that? All right. Well, first, before we can let you in the 
facility, we will have to ask you to uh, hand over all of your weapons. They will be returned to you when you leave the facility, but uh, you can't go in there with them. That makes sense. Yeah. I look to the other two. Is that okay with you guys? Definitely. I... I reluctantly hand over my 357. Oh, this is an antique. Yes, and I'm going to need a verification card so that I can collect it on the way out. Oh, yeah, of course. He he zaps it with a little handheld scanner thing, and he gives you a a little uh, receipt, basically. He says, well, uh, if it if it's not me on duty when you come out, just hand this to the officer and they'll return it to you. It's a coat check for guns. <laughs> exactly. So I, I need to ask, is anybody trying to sneak a weapon through? I am not. Uh, no. I think that's the only weapon I have, so no. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, in that case, uh, you give them your, your weapons... Uh, they lead you through the little metal detector-looking thing. And since it's outer space, it's more advanced than just a metal detector, but you get the idea. And uh, you all walk through it uh, without it going off. I have high cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to get that looked at by a professional. But yeah, so when you come out on the other side, one of the officers leads you into uh, the detention center. You see a, there's a waiting area where there's a bunch of different people waiting for whatever it is they're waiting for. Humans, avians, a couple of weird um, aliens that maybe don't recognize right off the top of your head. And there's a uh, bunch of people walking around in, you know, uniforms. And one of them walks over to you and says, uh, hello, uh, please state your business. We're here to see Oscar Toft. Oh, well... All right. He hasn't uh, had any visitors yet, but uh, so I guess he's still allowed uh, allowed a visit. He used his phone call to call someone. Um, anyway, sorry, I'm just talking out loud for no good reason. Uh, here, come right this way. And uh, he'll lead you, you know, through some, there's some locked doors you got to go through and another metal detector and he's got to scan his badge. And then when you get to one last locked door, he says, all right, and uh, he holds out a like an iPad, basically. He says, "I'll need uh, each of e- I'll need each of you to say your name and uh, give us your nose print, please." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I say, "Aurora Borealis Shand," and give my nose print. Very good. And a little green light comes on. And he says, "All right, you're good." And uh, he looks at Kyan. Kai and Brun. All right. And you, you put your nose to the pad and a little green light comes up. And then he turns to um, Hank. Artemis Henry Crawford. Is that actually your full legal name? It is now. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember that, um, but okay. So, yeah, a little green light pops up and he says, all right, this is his cell. Uh, just knock twice when you're ready to leave. He opens the door, and uh, sitting inside the cell is a human wearing a uh, you know black and white striped pants and shirt, uh, <laughs> and he's he's sitting on a little uncomfortable looking loft. And he looks up at you and he says, "Are are you the 
people my lawyer hired to uh, investigate and get me out of here? One of those for sure, yes. Um, I'm uh, Rory Shand. Hi, Rory. I'm Oscar. So, first of all, you all need to know I didn't kill anybody. And second of all, you need to know that I have uh, more than just fruits and vegetables on your uh, in that shipment. So, um... Uh, we can't talk about that here. Wink. <laughs> Subtle. Yeah, we don't know what you're talking about, Wink. Um, <laughs> and all that's fine. We're here about the about the murder. Okay. Well, basically, they say that I was sneaking into one of the ships in the docking bays and uh, that I killed a man and ran away, which doesn't make any sense because why would I be stealing a ship or robbing a ship in the first place. And if I did kill a man, why wouldn't I just fly the ship away so I don't get arrested? It's stupid. They don't have any evidence. It's ridiculous. So it should be pretty easy. So why were you on the ship? I said I wasn't. So you weren't even there at all? No. They just found a dead guy on a ship and said, clearly it was Oscar Toft who did this. <laughs> yep. That's it. Yep. I think so. Yep. You got it. Okay, we then give us $10,000 if it's that easy. We solved well, it. Yeah. It wasn't you. That's right. Well, okay. But I'm not going to pay you while I'm still locked up. So uh, if you could uh, just go ahead and go go tell the, tell the police that I'm innocent. Get me out of here. Okay. Mr. Todd, what, you've got to tell us more. Okay. First of all, did you know the man that you killed or that they say that you killed? No. Nope. You'd never met him? No. Nope. Do you have any any information on him? What he was doing there? Where he was from? No. God. Um. I almost feel like an insight check here, but I don't know what that would be. I don't think I have any investigative skills. Oh yeah, do any of us have any rollable stuff? IQ maybe would be a generic one, but uh, surely there's an investigation skill. Well, there's there's still perception. Yeah. You could try to percept anything from his body language and stuff, I suppose. I would love to read his body language. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Roll some perception. Eight versus 12. Okay. Uh, so that's a success by four. He, uh, he seems like he's probably telling the truth when he says he didn't kill anybody. And... Uh, Otherwise, you get the feeling that he's telling sort of the truth some of the time. So why would someone want to frame you for this, Mr. Toft? Oh, I do have many enemies. <clears throat> I think the uh, owner of the, the, the bird person who owns the store next to me, she, she might have wanted to get rid of me. You know, less competition. Yeah, um, she's the one we sold your vegetables to. What? <laughs> so you have no other restaurant anymore. We had to get the rest oh, of our I, money. I'm going to get it back. I'm, I'm innocent. They're, I'm going to. Oh, my. I, th I, don't, I don't think you understand how slow the wheels of justice turn. Um, it'll be fine. They don't Oscar, have any uh, Oscar, evidence. Oscar, Hank Crawford here. Um, yeah. It was only the vegetables. Wink. Oh, yeah. well, that's a relief. Okay. Wink. <laughs> 
<laughs> Everybody has dust in their eye in the cell. Um, <laughs> a dusty cell, dusty prison cell here. Poorly so, maintained. All right. So who else other than the uh, the lady from the Garland Grub? Who else? Who are some of your other enemies who would do well, this? Ah, uh, you know, there's a. I have, uh, you know, I've got one of those theme restaurants, right? Where I put lots of stuff up on the walls and stuff to interesting odds and trinkets. Yeah, I also want to investigate why you think that's appetizing to have dusty junk on the walls. But that's a different, that's for a different investigation. Because people, people don't want to just sit down and eat, right? They want to, they want an atmosphere. Mm-hmm. They want an experience. So they see treasures from all around the galaxy. But, uh, some of the people I've acquired those items from maybe are upset at me, possibly. Uh, so that's a thing. Also, some of the people that buy my vegetables maybe mm-hmm. got upset. I don't know. So, you know, that sort of stuff. One of them's probably framing me would be my would be my guess, yeah. When did you get arrested? I'm trying to see if it coincides with when we were to ship your fruit and vegetable shipment. I was arrested this morning. Oh, okay. Yep. I, they woke me up. I was, I was still asleep. They came into my place and they woke me up. I don't think they had a warrant. That might not be legal. Get, get my lawyer guy, get that long guy, right? That's a thing, right? You have to have a warrant to arrest somebody suspected of murder. Yes. Okay. Right. There we go. Uh, case closed. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm out. I'm good now. Right. Get the lawyer guy. Yeah. I don't, I'll, I'll let him know. I'll tell him. I'll, I'll make sure he knows. Um, good. good. Great. Okay. Who knew about the shipment of fruits and vegetables that was coming today? Oh, just my staff. Anybody in your staff disgruntled? Probably. <laughs> They're all a bunch of lazy, good for nothing boneheads. They're probably mad because I keep telling them they're lazy, good-for-nothing boneheads. Maybe. Yeah. People hate that. <laughs> um, hmm. All right. I, lo- I look to the rest of the career. What are, y- what are y'all's questions? I kind of want to know, is there somebody we can talk to who has a little bit more information on this case? Because I don't know that... Obviously, he has a skewed perception of his situation. Yeah, who is the desk sergeant or detective in charge of this case? Well, I mean, if you want to, uh, if you want to leave the cell and go talk to the, uh, you know, law enforcement people, you could, you could talk to them. Are we done here? Yeah, I think that might be the best way to go. I just don't know that we're going to get much out of it. Right, right. No, I, I agree. I agree. I just want to make sure I didn't. It wasn't like an obvious question. I shouldn't be asking him that I haven't asked him. Uh, I mean, you could ask him about an alibi. Well, you can ask. You're here. Ask him about that. Oscar, let, 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 let me pick your brain here. Um, what's your alibi for the time of the murder? I was asleep. It happened in the middle of the night. I was at home asleep. The police who arrested me could corroborate that because they found me in home at my home asleep. Right? No, that's no. Uh, would <laughs> d- Did you sleep with anyone that could corroborate your story? Or mm, No, I... Thanks... By the way, for bringing up the fact that I'm a lonely man who sleeps alone. Okay. <laughs> Things aren't bad enough already. You had to point that out. Thanks. Hey, we're trying to help you here. Uh, look, I 
I'm done. You anything from you, Kyan? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to, Oscar, we're going to take this information. Thank you for cooperating. And we're going to go. Um, I'm going to definitely make sure your lawyer knows that, that they didn't have a warrant. Right. And I'm going to, we're going to go continue our investigation. Okay. Hey, when I'm out of here, I'll give you guys uh, dinner on the house. Uh, thank you. Yeah. As we're walking away, I want to lean over. That was cooperation? I mean, let's just get out of here. I'm just trying to get away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you knock twice, and the officer outside lets you out of the cell. And um, they go ahead. he goes ahead and brings you to... He says, uh, now, uh, if you're supposed to be investigating... Oh, sorry, I overheard a little bit. Uh, you probably want to talk to the detective on the case, right? So here, let me bring you down to uh, detective Joe. Thank you. And uh, so he takes you down to uh, a little, a little cubicle where a man sits behind a desk. He's got a, he's a human again. He's got a short, you know, short hair, kind of a buzz cut kind of hair situation, probably about 40 years old. He's got a mug of coffee and he looks up at you and he says, ah, Hello, you must be uh, you must be friends of Mr. Croft. No, okay, that's okay. I don't think he has any friends. Yeah, he's a he's a an, an interesting character. Yes, he is. Okay, well, if you're interested in why he's in prison, yeah, who called in to report the murder? Well, the station security detected an energy blast. Uh, which is suspicious, you know, laser gun going off. Mm -hmm. So we, uh, some officers reported to the ship in uh, docking bay seven, where the disturbance was detected and they found a man dead on the floor. And when we looked at the surveillance footage, we saw Mr. Croft shoot the man. Wait, wait. What? It's Toft. I think we could solve this right now. Oh. You got the wrong guy. Oh, that's that's just me being a bad GM. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you're telling me that someone witnessed him killing him? On the security system, the cameras witnessed it. Yeah. Can we get a copy of that? Absolutely. And uh, he he turns his monitor. He it was already up. He was watching it when you came in. And he hits the play button, and you see Oscar Toft in a ship, kind of rummaging around in something. Um, a human man walks in, and Toft turns around and shoots him with the laser gun. And the officer hits pause and says, I think you've got your work cut out for you. Next time on Cautious Optimism. Uh, Sam Zillisom. He was a uh, merchant and trader. He had uh, just flown into the station. Leave us alone! Leave us alone! Stop following us! It's very interesting that you have such an aggressive reaction to my just simply observing you. My name is Rico. I am also looking for work. Science officer acquired! You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. 
You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at Geek2GeekMedia.com. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. 